Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Welcome back to season four. We're sitting here having a boogie with our intro music. Anyway, welcome back to season four. Today, we're going to be talking about your non-negotiables. Welcome, Matt. My co-host, I should probably have introduced you first before the episode. Welcome, Matt. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to this episode on what are your non-negotiables. A good discussion. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having it. Yes. So let me paint a a picture here and tell me if this sounds familiar. You set yourself. It does. Sorry, go. (laughs) Thank you for listening. This has been season four of the Weight Loss Podcast. Right. Oh, man, I'm funny. (laughs) This time we're starting the show with a, a car crash, not ending a show with a car crash. We like to mix it up. Anyway, paint, paint the picture. Sorry, paint right, the picture. I will paint the picture. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You set yourself a goal or a couple of goals related to weight loss, losing some clothes sizes, building your confidence, improving your self-esteem, all that sort of good stuff. Fantastic. You may have even reached out and have started working with a trainer or a coach or someone to keep you accountable and guide you. You've started a training program You've been a, a good little bee in the kitchen, cooking up your own food, getting a nice routine. All of a sudden, something happens. A bit of stress in life. Something goes wrong. There's a challenge. Who tends to be the person you put last in situations like this? What tends to drop off when we get a bit busy, a bit time poor, a bit stressed? you yeah definitely how often do we hear this when someone may fall apart and put themselves at the bottom of the list rather than towards the top of the list well not not only how how often do we hear this we've done it ourselves in the past absolutely so well okay can i make a generalized statement sure if you show me an overweight unhealthy unhappy person I will in return show you someone who puts themselves last too often. Yeah. So yeah, that's a pretty fair statement. Okay. I'm I'm pleased that I didn't offend you on that. <laughs> I have heard arguments in the past that overweight people are selfish and greedy and think about themselves. I actually think it's the opposite. Yeah. They're too selfless and they put put themselves last too often. Now, in terms of what is a non-negotiable, we've defined it as your personal lines in the sand. So the things or people or activities or responsibilities, whatever they are in life, that no matter what, you're not backing off of these. Now, we've all got them. 
So if you're a parent, your first one's easy to kids. Mm. No questions asked. Yeah? Yes. Now, you have to understand here a phrase that I've been taught is that every time you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else. Very often the problem starts when we start saying yes to extra activities, extra responsibilities, so-and-so needs help, so-and-so needs this. It all starts to add up. Mm. Now it gets, it gets to like a, a tipping point. Once you get to the tipping point, you're probably trying to do too much. That's when you start to feel overwhelmed. I haven't got enough time. I'm time poor. I'm running out of time. We all know how that feels. Yeah. And then the stress levels start to rise. And all of a sudden, that gym program you were doing, you're not quite as consistent now. Mm. I can't get to the gym. I haven't got the time today. I've got to do this. I've got to go and help so-and-so do this instead. Oh, I'll just do my workout tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Or you start to drop off the time you spend in the kitchen cooking your own food once or twice or three times a week, whatever it is you do. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've got to, I've got to put some more hours in at work. I'll, I'll just do Uber Eats this week. This shit starts to add up, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. And this is a a big saboteur, if I can use a pretty excuse me cool word. It's a saboteur because I see and have seen over many many years now a humongous number of people undone by the fact that they've made a simple little, let's call it error or mistake of not making themselves a non-negotiable. Mm. So a little exercise that I've done in the past with people is I've asked them to list out the five to ten most important people in their lives. Write it out, whoever, you know, write out a list of names. So many times I wouldn't see them put their own name on there. Mm. And that tells me, and it told me everything I need to know about where the priorities are. Now, we can't have too many non-negotiables in our life because then all of a sudden we're doing too much. Mm. So let's give some examples here. Courtney, I'll start with you because I'm talking a lot now. Okay. This is a two-person show. In your life, and I mean not just, not just your own health or fitness, in your life, what are Courtney's non-negotiables? What are my non-negotiables in life? Well... It, I should just mention this does include... Any, any sort of health and fitness, if they are non-negotiables. But overall, what are your non-negotiables or who? Well, my non-negotiables, like the top ones would be you. Like my family. It would be my work. And my health and fitness. All right. Anything on top of those? Probably my pets. Probably or definitely or not? Let's yeah. be, be honest about no, this. No, definitely my pets because they're, I, they're like my children, so they are non-negotiable. Okay. Anything else? Not that I can think of right now. Well, if you can't think of it right now, it's probably not, not a non-negotiable, is it? No. Okay. That's five things. Oh, I didn't say me. You did. Oh, good. <laughs> I should have written these down. List it again for me. So, <laughs> so what did I say? So definitely me. 
because it was me as my health and fitness goals, you, my husband, my fa- my family, my parents, mm-hmm. close brothers and sisters, my work, and my pets. Yeah, five things. Not a big list. No. But this is the point when you break it down, there's a lot there. Because you think of the responsibilities that come, for example, with your health and fitness, what does that entail? Like what are the non-negotiables within that non-negotiable? Well, it's the same thing with work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like what are those non-negotiables within work time as well? So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. They're sort of, uh, you could say, like the trunks of a, of a tree and then they've got branches that sort of float off them. Great analogy. So let's give some examples here and we'll keep it in the context of this podcast. Mm-hmm with you and your health and fitness, what are your non-negotiables? What are the branches that come off that tree? Well, they're exercise. Exercise mm-hmm. is a massive non-negotiable for me because... What, okay, exercise in what way? So exercise in any sort of form. So moving, making sure that I'm moving my body, but really sticking to my structure. So my structure is resistance training, some cardio training, and then generalized movement. Mm-hmm. So three, three different sort of pillars when it comes to my exercise and they're keeping that routine is essential not only for my personal goals for for body transformation but also they're really important for my mental health Mm -hmm. um ensuring that that i get exercise in even though i hate it which is funny in a way because i hate it so much but it's actually really important for my mental well-being that I that I exercise. So well, there's you know, obviously there's a very well established link mm. between exercise and mental health. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then um, the other side of things would be the nutrition side. So making sure that I'm putting nutritious foods into my body that my body enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also an non-negotiable because you know the the other side of it if you don't. So I know for a fact that it's not just about the way that my body's going to look, but it's also going to be about how I function and how I feel. Mm-hmm. So again, that 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 comes down to just my physical and mental health also when it comes to nutrition. So you mentioned nutrition, but you can actually, you know, there's branches that come off that mm. as well because you think, well, what does that like – nutrition is such a – a, a generalised term. Very yes. much a generalised term. So then you've term. got food prep yeah. and you've got food shopping mm-hmm. and the time that's invested doing those things. By the way – Great word, invested. Yeah. Mm. And then you've got, um, so you've got shopping, cooking, preparation, um, organization. Cleaning. Cleaning. You've also got, even with the exercise side of things, you've got branches that come off just those three pillars because you've got the time set aside to get the resistance training done. Recording it. You've got um, going to the gym, Mm. the financial investment in going and joining a gym. You've got... Whatever it might be, um, clothing, yeah, sh- shoes to go for a run, maybe equipment if you if you're doing it at home. Yeah, so yeah, there's there's multiple branches that come off that just just that's just the health and fitness and side of things for me. Question. Yes. At what point would you say? Because okay, before I ask that question, ask another question. Would I be correct in assuming? your health and fitness and the branches that come off of that weren't non-negotiables before, let's say, before we met? No, they definitely weren't. Could you identify or remember the point that they did become non-negotiables for you? 
I think for me, once I hit the point of having a solid goal, I hit the point of seeing where I wanted to be really clearly and it meaning so much to me that I was willing to change. What was that point though? That that I found that reasoning. Mm-hmm. That was the point where it was it was just before I met you mm-hmm. and I'd hit the point where I was I was really sort of came to understand how unhappy I was in the current situation I was living and it just wasn't sustainable. I wanted something more for myself. Mm-hmm. So that was when I made the decision to change and then I think that over time, you know, you build these habits, you make it a you make it a consistent routine and then within that you start feeling and living a different way. So to me that's, that's partly the way it's become a non-negotiable because I know the other side of it. So I know the feeling that I get when I don't eat food that my body likes. I know the feeling that I that I have when I don't exercise. So now it, it was really easy to make that a non-negotiable for me because, you know, and this is – it's a good one. To, it's a good example to give because I've been, you know, I'm always quite vocal about my dislike for exercise. No. And a lot of people have said to me over the years, how, how, how do you just do it then if you hate it so much? Mm. And because it's a non-negotiable, I don't even think about it. I don't even think – so yes, sometimes, you know, I'll obviously think that I need to exercise or I'll think about what exercise I've still got to get done for the week, things like that. I'll have to psych myself up to go for a run because I know I'm due for one and I really don't want to do it. Mm. So there's definitely thought that goes into it. It's not like I, I do it unconsciously, but the, ne- never the thought is I would just not do it. I think, Tommy, if you think I'm wrong, my... My interpretation there, though, is that that there is, is non-negotiable, though, where it meets habit. Yeah. And I think it has to in a certain way, f- especially for me. because well, I think for anyone because it's not a habit at the start, no. is it? No. And if it's not a habit, it to me, I feel like with an action like that, it's too easy to become – to be to become a negotiable thing like it's it's not non-negotiable then i think that there's two different types if you look at the five that i said Mm. you know caring for you my husband as a non-negotiable that's not a habit i have to develop that's just a feeling and it's there caring for my my pets like like they would be my children that's not non-negotiable because it's it's there like it it doesn't have to be trained into me Mm -hmm. but an action like exercising, an action like um, food prep and looking after myself nutrition-wise, those things I feel they have to develop as a habit. Otherwise, for me and my situation, if they weren't a habit, if I didn't actively work on that habit and make it a routine, then I know myself and they would become negotiable. Yeah, I think it is. I'm glad you've explained that. I think it just comes down to where someone's passions lie. So yeah. you have a passion for our pets and a passion for your amazing, supportive, wonderful, handsome, suave. Mum. Intelligent husband. Oh, no, sorry, husband. Yep. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> but there's there's love and there's passion there. The thing is not everyone has love and passion for exercise. No. <clears throat> Courtney, not everyone has love and passion for getting in the kitchen and cooking food, Matt. Not everyone has love and passion for the work they do. Yeah, but you know what though? Some people do. Some people do. Which will make it easy for them and that's fine. Like there's there's no right or wrong there. 
So I think in, in the case of yourself and, and say of you listening, if you find that you don't enjoy exercise or you don't enjoy grocery shopping or cooking, that's fine. You don't have to, to make this work, but they need to be non-negotiables tied in with the goals that are non-negotiables because you are a non-negotiable. Mm. So in the case of, say, Courtney's example here, that is exactly where non-negotiable meets habit, mm-hmm. where with, say, family, pets, non-negotiable meets love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't force that. Yeah, that's a good way uh, of explaining it. Do you want to say your non-negotiables? Okay. My, my list of non-negotiables in my life is my health and well-being, my, the health and well-being and happiness of Courtney, the health, well-being and happiness of my family, uh, and the work I do. That's it. Do I love our pets? Of course I love our pets, but not ahead of you. So that's my list of non-negotiables because a lot comes off of that for me too. Yeah. There's a lot of branches on that tree, mm-hmm. you know? And like can I – what's – you know the answer to this, Courtney, but I'll ask anyway. What's my number one hobby? Video games. What's always been my number one hobby? Video games. What did I not just list on my non-negotiable? Video games. Exactly. They're not. I love them and they're my hobby. But when push comes to shove, I ain't going to sit there and play video games over, say, doing a cook-up mm. with you or doing a training session or doing work or talking to my family or talking to you. So they're my non-negotiables. I've developed that list over a a long-term period of time. And for a very long time in my life, I wasn't on there. Mm. What a shock. Now I am. And much like with Courtney, you can then break it down. So, And I'll keep it in the context of weight loss, health and fitness, talking about myself and my own well-being. That's where... For me, the non-negotiable came as part of my snap point. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll do whatever it takes to not be this way anymore. Mm. And if that means doing certain things I don't necessarily enjoy doing, fine. I will find a way to make it work. One of the hardest things for me to begin with was exercise. because I fucking hated it. Mm. I just felt like a, honestly, like a beached whale. And I found it very, very difficult to consistently move my body because it was a combination of nerves, fear, anxiety, and honestly, boredom. Mm. And what was a big trigger for me was, well, look, I'm not, I'm not finding this enjoyable. That's when I first honestly discovered podcasts. This is a long time ago now. Mm. But when you used to have to download them onto your computer, transfer them over to your MP3 player, and then play them, Manually, where now it's just like open your phone up. Oh, there it is on Spotify or whatever. Mm. Hey, Spotify, have to plug. Come talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, and for me, that was a game changer because it allowed me to hit my non-negotiable of I know I have to exercise to stand a fucking chance of, of changing myself. So I found a way to make a non-negotiable work. Mm. And you see it now, Courtney, when, whenever you see me in the kitchen cooking food, what's in my ears? Headphones. Nothing's changed. <laughs> it still works. So for me, the point I'm taking a long time to get to here is that I don't have a passion. I have more of a passion now for exercise than I used to. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just it's just come about because I'm, I'm good at things. Yeah. But I've, I've earned that right to, to get good at certain things. 
that there is no passion in the kitchen. Mm. None. Mm. There's no passion or no love of going out and fucking grocery shopping. Yeah. But I find ways to make it easier to hit my non-negotiable. Mm. Well, it's become part of your routine. And then, like, as we said with Courtney, it's, it's blended with habit. Yeah. So much like with Courtney, if I missed my training sessions or I missed cooking food, I know where that path goes. I don't like that. So I've drawn those personal lines in the sand. And that leads to, to the next point here when it comes to non-negotiables is a number of them will involve doing the things you have to do even if you don't want to or don't feel like doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do them to the point where they start to feel normal. So I know, I know for me, I wouldn't know how to be inconsistent at training anymore. I could never, yeah. I, and I know I'm similar. When I've not trained, because there are times when I won't train, if I'm particularly my body's feel like it's breaking down a bit, I feel like it needs rest, I might say... Well, it's a different discussion, but you know, yeah, I get you. There's times that I purposefully won't train, um, it's not for very long, but there are definitely times that I would add into my routine a non-training sort of um, block of a week or something like that. But I could never imagine that just continuing. I could never imagine myself going a month without training. There's a difference between structured rest and just stopping. And I could never imagine it? myself not thinking about that, not thinking about how how is my body feeling, you know, do I need to change my rest day do i need to you know rework my schedule here because i'm feeling extra sore or something i could never it has you're right matt it has become that normal and that is the main thing that i tell people when they say to me how do you exercise consistently when you hate it so much and that that basically is there in a nutshell it's normal it's normal for me to hate exercise and to still do it Question. i don't even think about that part now i don't even think about why do I exercise when I hate it? That never goes through my head. No, but you do like to remind people. What? Hey, I don't like this. I remind people so often be- mm. just to make this the point that it's normal to not never like it. Yeah. I make the point and That's I speak it. about it so often because I want I want people to understand that just because you've made the choice to change your life mm. and you'll change your body shape and it's become a normal part of your day-to-day lifestyle routine, doesn't ever mean that you're going to love it. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to love it. Some people do. There's definitely a, a misplaced stigma that, oh, there's, there has to be something wrong with me because, well, so-and-so who I know loves exercise and I don't. Mm. There's something wrong with me. Actually, no, there's fucking not. Heaps of people don't like this shit. There's nothing wrong with not liking parts of the process if you like the outcome. Exactly. And that's where I know for me, I love the outcome. I don't necessarily love what I have to do to get there, but it's worth it. Yeah. And as you say, there's there's things that you do along the way that do become normal because yeah. it is part of your non-negotiable. So you're right, Matt, you will find ways to make them more enjoyable. So you listen to podcasts, audio books, yep. whatever, while you're – Doing food shopping, food prepping. What I do, do that do? too. Yeah. Or you got YouTube. 
or I've got YouTube or I've got Netflix if I'm in the kitchen, you know. Some people, I know some people will, will watch sport. Yeah. While doing while doing their cook up in the kitchen. That's hey. It's all good. Yeah. It's so you're works. developing ways to make the process more enjoyable because at the end of the day, it's or not even more enjoyable. You're just making the process easier to achieve because at the end of the day, mm. it isn't unnegotiable and it has to be done. But is it, the question really, and it's the I suppose the whole point of this episode is that has the non-negotiable been set, and are you honest about it, yeah. and are you honest with yourself about it? Yeah. Because I, I I look at it and I, I would welcome your opinion on this, Courtney. If you think I'm a bit too black and white with it, if I if I were to see someone who sets a a stated goal and they have trouble reaching it or they don't really go anywhere or they don't really make any progress, I think one of the first things you can go back to is they haven't made their goal and by extension themselves a non-negotiable. Yes. They're still putting themselves up for grabs, so to speak, in terms of other competing interests in life. No, I think that's spot on because I think that what (laughs) – are you going to do it? Would you say I am? Oh, 100%. Correct? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> so I think. I live for that. <laughs> that by the way, yeah, this, this, me. this button. Oh, 100%. Is also in the running for my next non-negotiable. <laughs> I am now I'm distracted, but. Um, I think what I was going to talk, talk- what, what, what was the point I made in terms of people that are struggling with their weight loss goals, they haven't made the goals or themselves a non-negotiable and yeah. you agreed? Yes. So basically what I was going to say was this goes back and, and non making sure that your non-negotiables are set is really a good part that you can link back to your goal setting because yeah. what you just said there is is so spot on. If you set a goal for yourself and you're not achieving it, We've spoken about it before where it usually means that your goal was the wrong goal or you're going about it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And this really comes back to the non-negotiables too because you're not making yourself a non-negotiable. Mm. It's really easy then to set the wrong goals for yourself or to go about this sort of thing in the wrong in the wrong way. That's where it starts to become a I need to lose weight instead of I want to lose weight yep. or I need to lose 10 kilos no rhyme or reason to it. That's not a strong goal. And that's because you haven't made yourself a non-negotiable. And I think that what we've seen, Matt, is that time and time again when that happens, you we have a conversation with somebody and you really end up truly eventually getting to the honest truth, which is either they actually just they just don't feel like they need to lose weight. And that's and and that's fine. In, if Actually, that's the way I, you're in. Can I challenge that slightly? Mm-hmm. It's more they just don't want to. They just don't want to. Yeah, you're right. So they just don't want to lose weight. Which, by the way, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. If you're happy living in the in the body you've, co- you've got. Good, good luck to you. You don't have to answer to anyone. Nope, no, you don't. If no. you are happy, the size you are, fine. Yeah, that, it's kind of a full stop on that, isn't it? Like if you're happy, you're like... Mate, you're ahead of most people in life. Well done. Right. Go go live. But the, the, the problem is if you're not making yourself a non-negotiable, the chances are if you're going to be really honest with yourself, you're probably not happy, whatever size you are. Mm. So it's where you really, as you said, mate, you have to really be honest with yourself. Really be honest with yourself. If you're happy with the way that you are, great. 
why aren't you a non-negotiable then as you are? If you're not happy with the way you are. Same question. Why are you not a non-negotiable and and wanting to fix that? Yeah. Uh, question. Hmm. What chances would you give someone who wants to drop some dress sizes, drop some kilos, whatever, and they're not making themselves a non-negotiable? What Zero. chance? Really? Zero. Like you wouldn't, not even 10% chance of... 15%? 5%? I don't see how you could, though. By the way, because before you continue, can I just say, I agree, no fucking chance. None. You couldn't You couldn't possibly even, if you were giving somebody, if you said, oh, yeah, I'll give them a 10% chance, that's a pity 10%. You're basically doing it, it out of pity because you've got nothing, no evidence to back up that that 10% is actually justifiable. Basically what you're saying is that you're going to give somebody the keys to a car that they're going to drive, but they don't really know how to or care about it. What's the point? It's pointless. I agree. I, I do agree. Uh, zero, 0% chance. It has to start with that. And you've got to have standards must be set. And as I said at the start of the show, a bottom line must be established. Mm. Without that, you're building a house on sand. It's too it's too easy to have things come up. Can I also make a point when it comes to the discussion of non-negotiables? They actually can and do change over time. Yeah. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. So you look at Courtney and I, we both listed each other in our list of non-negotiables. That wasn't the case before we met because who the fuck's Courtney? Who the fuck's Matt? Same with our pets. Same with ourselves. Yeah, you know, same think, with our health and fitness yep. goals. So just understand that the non-negotiables you have right now are probably different to what they were, say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and will be different again in some ways 10, 15 years from now. Hey, that's fine. The only one, once it's on your list, the only one that should never change again is you. Oh, 100%. So, so once it's on your list, it should always then stay there. Once you've got it there, it should never leave. Everything else can sometimes change. You're right. So, so pets, children, spouse. Well, children should never change, but yes. You may not have them. Oh, actually, yeah, okay, yeah, point taken. Yeah, okay. Huh. Zing. Oh, you love that, don't you? <laughs> you love that. But you are I truly think that you're, you're, you're so right, Matt. It, they will evolve. They will always evolve and they will continue to evolve. We do this podcast again in five years, ten years. Who knows? We might change ours. Mm. but Probably will in some ways, definitely. Once you have yourself on your list, n- never take yourself okay, off. Okay, so what do you think causes people to drop off their list? Because I have an answer. I'd just like to get yours. I never really thought about it. What would cause them to to be on the they are consider themselves a non-negotiable and then they change their mind or they yeah they just they, they through their actions they drop off the list so if you've got someone let's say it's a, let's let's say someone comes to us mm-hmm. comes to us applies to work with us and they're accepted and they've got all these clear precise personal goals and reasons why they want to achieve what they want to achieve they get off to a great start, and after three months, they disappear. 
Right. What do you think could be causes for people to drop off their own list of non-negotiables? Because the thing is, we've seen this. Has this happened to you since you and I have met? Since you put yourself on the list, have you ever dropped off? My own list? Yeah. No. Okay. We've seen other people drop off theirs. What do you think could be causes of that? I hadn't actually given this one much thought. So, What's your first impression? My first impression right now would be questioning whether they were on there in the first place. You know what? That is exactly what I was thinking as well. My first, I don't think there's yeah, honesty. My first question really would be, were they honest with themselves about whether they were putting themselves on there? Can I ask you a question? Mm. Are you single? <laughs> we think very much alike. Yes. But yeah, I, see, that, that, I completely agree. And that's where the honesty has to come into it. Yeah. Because I've seen countless numbers of people drop off their own list and guess what? Their progress drops off with it, shockingly enough. And I agree with you, Courtney. I think it comes back to they weren't really on there in the first place. Which in what we just said before, if you're fine with that, great. Oh, hey, no judgment here. But if you're not fine with that, oh, yeah. do well, then... Do something about it. Well, that has to be the first place you start. Mm -hmm. There's no point going through setting smart goals you know, putting routines in place and all these things if you're not on your own non-negotiable list. Do you remember, uh, it was a while ago now, since we've done approximately 37,000 podcast episodes, we recorded an episode called Do You Believe Your Own Bullshit? Yes. I think that may fall into that category. You may have told yourself a bit of a fib. Yeah, and, and it can, can happen. Well, can, can I just say... I should mention, like, if you think you're on your list of non-negotiables and then you fall off, that's not the end of the world. The ship isn't sinking. Just recognise it. Well, if you're unhappy with where you are. We've got to honestly reflect with yourself about, like, okay, where am I versus where I want to be? Take a step back and actually think about what's important, like what's truly important. Well, I think now that we're getting into that direction – Let's push this forward into tips mm -hmm. we want to give. I'll start, if I may. Yes. First tip that I want to give is for you listening to do the exercise I mentioned a little bit earlier. Get out a pen and paper once you've finished listening to us, or even better, press the pause button right now, open your phone up, or if you're on your computer, open up a note file, whatever, write down the five most important people in your life and be honest right now about that and also write out your own current personal list of non-negotiables. My opinion, if that list of non-negotiables goes above, say, seven, eight things... Might be too many. Might be a bit crowded there. Mm. Start with that. Where are you on the list? Don't put yourself down there because you think, oh, well, Matt and Courtney saying I should do it, I should do that. No, be honest. Mm. Have you been on there for a few years now? Have you not been on there for a few years now? Hey, there's no right or wrong here. No. Start there. And that's where the next tip is, be honest with this. Don't bullshit yourself. Mm. One of the best ways you can progress with this in terms of being ready to put yourself first or put yourself on that tier of the most important things in your life is saying, you know what, 
I haven't done this for a long time now. Because or ever or ever. And and I think the next tip really is to emphasise that if you're not on there. If you're being, as Matt said, just truly honest with yourself and you're not on there, then that's fine. It is It is fine. So there's nothing to say that, as Matt said, it's not right or wrong. Don't just put yourself on there because you think that that's what you should do. Be mm. truly honest with, with yourself and if you are a non-negotiable or not. And if you're not, that's fine. But just understand that that is what is likely holding you back. Well, I wasn't on there for decades. Yeah. Decades. Neither were you. And that that really is when you look back on it and you think that that was holding you back. And I, like I said, I think any person that struggled with their weight and their health and their self, self-esteem, self etc., they're not on their own list. No. You can't be. Because you're always putting everything else in front of you. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. It, to me, that's called, you know, that's called a starting point. Yeah. We've all got a starting point. And if you're not ready, if you're not on your list and you're not ready to add yourself yet, that also takes honesty and guts to and to to, to be honest with yourself to recognise that and yeah. wait until you are ready to put yourself on that list. How do you know when you're ready? How, like how did you know when you were ready? I think it comes back down with your – I think it's also got to do with your reason why. And making sure that's strong enough because I, I, I think that they're connected. Mm-hmm. And once your reason why is truly strong enough to to just brush off all the other bullshit, then if you really sat down and analysed it, I think you will find that you would add yourself to that list. I completely agree. For me, it was just getting to that moment where you say to yourself, I don't give a fuck what it takes. I reject this this version of me. Yeah. For me, like I said earlier, that snap point that I had, that's when I went, I went on the list. Yeah. Yep. Because it's just a, a rejection of the way things were or the lifestyle or what you see, what you feel. It's just like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Not good enough anymore. Uh, the next tip I'll give is just to understand that having non-negotiables and being honest about them is a tremendous way to create consistency. Mm. Consistency happens to be one of the very, very best friends of a successful weight loss journey. Now, what do I mean by successful weight loss journey? What I don't mean is doing an eight-week challenge at your gym and losing five kilos only to put 10 back on in the next six weeks. That's not successful. That's called a waste of time. By successful, I mean you start to change your life for the better. And you, I'm not saying you do it without challenges or problems, but you start to become a different person. Consistency is the best friend of that. Mm. I think that's, in terms of the, the, the successful habits that we've built up, consistency is the glue that holds that together. Without that, no fucking chance. Mm. Non-negotiables help to create consistency because you have these things you know you need to do and you do them no matter what. And as Courtney said earlier, you do them long enough, even if you don't necessarily enjoy them, they become normal. Yeah. When it becomes normal, you're onto a, a pretty good, like a winning track there. And I think that that leads into the last tip, which is not only does it help create consistency, but it also helps create a sense of control. Which is necessary. Hmm. 
how often how, or how easy can it can it be to feel like I'm out of control? Mm. I haven't got any structure. I haven't got a plan. I haven't got routines. It feels like you're just going from day to day hoping for the best. And when anything comes up in your way, which things are always going to come up in your way, oh yeah, it's too easy then to get distracted. I think that's also going to be the the big test of someone's non-negotiable list is when shit gets a bit hard and and in life. things and then when you do fall out of whack for a bit and I've done it and that's why I can say I've never taken myself off the list but have I have I gone backwards in certain stages of my health and fitness goals yeah okay so what's caused that uh self sabotage um a lot of other things, things that happen in life, not not um, actively working on my habits, not actively working on routine, allowing to get distracted. A um, lot of different reasons personal, at different times. Personal observation from, from me, I think the one that's affected you the most personally has been if you said yes to too many things. Yeah, poor time management. And, and, and it, well, for what it leads to is those burnout. Yeah, it does. It does. And if someone definitely like me with a personality like me who's a people pleaser, then it's really easy to say yes to too many things. It's really easy to get stuck in that sort of framework. But I think the main thing is I can definitely say I've never taken myself, even through those times, I've never had myself off the list. And I think that's really important to remember that you can slip backwards, you can make mistakes without taking yourself off the list because my entire time... I'm making mistakes, I'm realising what I'm doing and I'm actively trying to fix it. Well, I think as well by saying that you've remained on your non-negotiables list means that if and when you have slipped, you've had the desire and the willingness to address it. Yeah, and you, and you, tr- and you fix it. Mm. And if you, weren't, if you weren't truly invested in having yourself on that list, I would have never come back from those mistakes. Yep. It would have led to failure because I would have quit. So I think that that's the main thing to remember as well. Just because you're on your own non-negotiable list doesn't mean that you're going to avoid mistakes <laughs> and you're yeah. going to avoid um, you know, going backwards at certain times. But because you're on the list, that's what's going to mean that you succeed. That's what's going to mean. Yeah, because, because it allows you to course correct yeah. more, I suppose, more quickly when you start to feel things slip. And also, you've the, you just have the general desire to just keep going and to succeed. Mm. There's no, there, there, there's no question of of quitting because if if that was the case, it wouldn't have mean that much to you in the first place. He's an he's actually a we haven't we haven't written this down, but it's just popped into my head. It might be a good exercise for you listening. Once you've written out your your personal list of non negotiables. Come and post it in our Facebook group. Yeah. Share it with Courtney and I and uh, other fans of the show. Just get it out there. Mm. Speak it into existence. It's a good idea. Uh, do we have a Facebook group? We do. You'll find the link for it in your podcast app. What's the group called? The Weight Loss Podcast. Oh, my God. I know. It's very hard to find. Um, but definitely if you're not already in that group, make sure you join the group. And Tell us your non-negotiables. Yeah. We've told you ours, and as we all know, sharing is caring. Yeah, you don't have to go into all the branches and things like that, but just no, your actually, pillars. You know what? 
whatever you want to share, True. go for your life. We are like we love this sort of stuff. Yeah. If you want to get into detail, please by all means come and do so. And as you say, Matt, sometimes just what you need to speak it into existence is to write it down and share it with other people. Share it with a bunch of strangers and two wankers who yell at each other for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we'd call that a wrap. We'll call that a wrap. Um, what you should do is also go and treat yourself. Go to theweightlosspodcast.com forward slash shop, Courtney, and buy yourself a beanie. Yes. Buy yourself a hoodie. Yes. Buy yourself a singlet. Yes. Pair of socks. That's gym it. towel. Apron. Mm. Support the show. Share the love. You'll also find a link to that in your podcast app. Other than that, Courtney, anything else you want to add or are we done? I think we're done. Cool. Well, as always, we hope you got something out of this. If not, well, why are you still listening? (laughs) But thank you for joining us. Thank you for bearing with us and we will speak to you soon. See ya. Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com.